You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. What a beautiful day for horses in the morning. You are listening to the number one horse podcast in the world. Here's your entertaining look at the horse world and the people in it. Good Friday morning, everybody. I am Glenda Geek in Ocala, Florida. And I'm Jamie Jennings in Norman, Oklahoma. You're listening to Horses in the Morning on the Horse Radio Network for Friday, February 17th, episode 3122. Glenn, you can't write wrong words in here because I read them. (laughs) Uh, This episode is brought to you by Kentucky Performance Products. Good morning, Horse World. Congratulations! You made it to Freestyle Friday. That means Jamie and Glenn are here to lead you into the weekend with some fun horse talk and some really bad ads on Horses in the Morning. Well, today on the show, Tamika Claiborne joins us to talk about a post she did that went viral. Also, we're going to learn all about adult mounted games from Meg Griffin. I know. That's something that you should be doing, I think. Uh, So we're going to learn about that. You know, I always think about mounted games in terms of Pony Club, right? But, you know, that's where I've seen mounted games. I didn't know adults did it. Apparently so. We're going to find out more about it today. It just sounds like something our listeners would be interested in. And then, of course, some really bad ads. We had some great prizes, like $600 dollars in prizes this time too so we'll do that later in the show but i got a, a lot of reaction to using chat gpt to write our opener uh-huh. on wednesday and some of the auditors took it uh, upon themselves to ask chat gpt to help our show Oh, gosh. You know what? We're not going to be doing a show if you keep this up. <laughs> so the uh, auditor, Jessica, asked them, uh, asked ChatGPT to do a bio of us and our show, and this is what it came up with. Meet Glenn the Geek and Jamie Jennings, the dynamic duo of horse talk. Glenn is a man of many talents. He can juggle, ride a unicycle, and has even been known to serenade his horses with a tune on his kazoo. Jamie, on the other hand, is a horse whisperer who can communicate with equines in their own language. She even has been, excuse me, she's even been spotted having full-on conversations with her mare, (laughs) who responds by rolling her eyes and chewing on hay. Together, Glenn and Jamie make the perfect team for Horses in the Morning podcast. Glenn is a resident is the resident comedian, always cracking jokes and puns, while Jamie's the voice of reason. Keeping Glenn in line and making sure how the show stays on track. Is it ChatGPT drunk? (laughs) They've been known to have some epic debates on the show, like whether or not horses can really taste the difference between a carrot and a peppermint. We haven't done that one yet. Or if unicorns could really exist. Spoiler alert Jamie says yes, Glenn says nay. It's even making jokes, Jeff. <laughs> when they're not recording the show, you can find Glenn and Jamie hanging out with their horses, making silly TikTok videos, or planning their next big adventure, like a cross-country trail ride or horseback camping trip. One thing's for sure, with Glenn and Jamie leading the way, there's never a dull moment in the world of horse talk. Well, Chad GPT was just proven to be very um, incorrect. Okay? I love how so, the fact that you're the one is the voice of reason. I am the voice of <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. I was just saying you don't crack <laughs> jokes. I'm the funny one. And also, I don't make TikTok videos. And yes, horses know the difference between a carrot and a peppermint. Duh. <laughs> and, and unicorns really do exist, right? I can't wait to go on a cross-country trail ride <laughs> and camp. Why? This thing really knows me. <laughs> it got some things right. The general gist it had right. But, uh, yeah, I don't ride unicycles. I tried that once and almost killed myself. Uh, I don't juggle very well, and I certainly don't serenade anybody because I really sound bad. So, uh, there you go. It's a good zoo. (laughs) It did better on Wednesday than it did today, but it was very funny. All right, Daily Winnie time. That's the best part. (laughs) It's cracking jokes. Yeah, it is cracking jokes. We have a couple of these. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy, happy birthday to you. (laughs) 
We have uh, some auditor birthdays, and Ann Harrington's birthday this is, is this weekend. So a good job, Ann, and we're, we hope you have a terrific weekend. Kitchen Clark. That's right. The one who helped me build my kitchen. Clark Barton. Happy birthday to you, Jessica Shannon, and Jana Brown. Viame. Go with that. Happy birthday <laughs> to all of you this weekend. Viame. <laughs> Uh, Daily Winnie goes out to appropriate that today's show is sponsored by Kentucky Performance Products because I'd like to give it to Karen from KPP. That's right. Karen is so awesome. I posted a photo of new old horse Jack yesterday. Gosh, deworming him. I thought it would be easy, Glenn, right? I'm like, I'm like, clearly never been taken care of. So deworming you should be no problem. I walked up and went to stick that thing in his mouth and I use my fingers first, you know, just to get used used to that. Uh, He was like, no, do not touch my face. (laughs) He was like, I, you know what? I'm 1800 pounds and I'm just going to leave with you hanging on to my halter. And we're going to go skiing. <laughs> so he did not appreciate it. And then what I realized is not the deworming that he's afraid of. He just doesn't. His mouth hurts so bad and has for so long. He didn't want me to touch his mouth. I don't know how they got a bit in this horse's mouth. But anyway, through probably 15 minutes of just touching his face and not touching his face and touching his face, I was able to sneak it in there. And he was not happy about it. And so I posted a picture of him just like, you know, doing the flaming response, which curling the lip. And he was just very offended. Well, through all these pictures of him, I got an email from Karen from Kentucky Performance Products. And she's like, let's figure out this horse. And has... He's just like, what type of grain do you feed? How, she wanted numbers for everything I'm feeding him to make sure that he's getting all the things that he needs and to recommend some things that maybe he uh, would also need. And then I tell her what feed I'm using. And she's like, is is natural vitamin E in that grain? I'm like, I, I don't know. She's like, well, it doesn't say it is. And I was like, well, if it was, they probably would tell you. She was like, I've got to call into the company to to see if we need to supplement him with natural vitamin E. Like, she just goes above and beyond all the time to help people and help horses. And you can't I think she look likes at this. the challenge. Well, I she just likes horses, I think. Yeah, and, and, and the and challenge that's a, of helping, you know. Yeah. How can we figure out how to better? And she was like, take some before pictures because we're going to get this sucker looking good. So she was like, I recommend you put him on the uh, Equijoule rice brand. I'm like, girl, he was on that from the day you got here. Like, I'm not new. <laughs> but she's like, wants to deep dive into the vitamin and mineral balance and all this that I, I'm doing and, and how he doesn't have great teeth and we're making recommendations. It just was awesome. So I just wanted to give Karen my daily winning and say thank you. I was texting with her yesterday. So I, I mean, you just did a commercial. It's kppusa.com. <laughs> so there we go. We accomplished the commercial as well. Otherwise, has he recovered from his massive dental and uh, dental work? Well, the x-rays were sent to a surgeon at Oak Ridge Equine, which By the way, is if North. If you want to hear all the details on this, listen to Wednesday's show. Yeah. So the, 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 the uh, x-rays were sent there and the idea was like, okay, we take, we took head x-rays of him to see, cause there's one tooth that is like a mile long and it sticks down in it. it when he would close his mouth, it was actually going into his lower jaw mm. because he didn't have a tooth down there. And it just, with no dental work probably in 20 years, uh, it is, it's just a mess in there. So the idea was to pull it, sent the radiographs to the surgeon and the surgeon is like, you know, what I would do is aggressively float that every 45 days and just take, keep taking it down, taking it down, taking it down, taking it down, you know? And so that, that's kind of the plan. So, you know, what's exciting is that I get to pay for a float every 45 days. (laughs) I love the comments. There were a couple auditors made comments and one was like, Oh, Jack won the lottery going with ending up at Jamie's house. And then the comment below it was Jamie's going to need to win the lottery to pay for Jack. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see that. That is so true. Oh God. I mean, I, I, you know, I, to be fair, or to be honest, I would have bought him anyway. Because he needs some help. Everybody but listening I, knows that. <laughs> I certainly did not expect he would be blind in one eye and have such incredibly severe issues. You know, like I maybe wouldn't have paid, <laughs> I wouldn't have paid so much for him. How about that? <laughs> I remember going to buy a horse one time and 
this I went I went to see the horse and he was emaciated and in a field full of like metal objects. And this is when I was younger and had a little more cojones. But I, I was like, I need to take this horse on trial. And they were like, sure, sign some paperwork, Santa, take him on trial. And when I got home, I called them and I was like, hi, um, I'm going to go ahead and keep him because if you come and get him, by the time you get back home, the police and animal <laughs> welfare are going to be at your house. And they were like, Fine, keep them. See, like that's what I should like. That's the negotiation tactic that I need for horses like this. But and yet, when but, I got Scooter, I granted I only paid two hundred dollars for him. But I was like, <laughs> I'm hoping if I give her the two hundred dollars, I could probably got him for free. If I give her the two hundred dollars, maybe she'll feed the other horses. That was mm-hmm. my yeah. Hope. They usually <laughs> usually invest back into their horses. Yeah. I'm sure that's what <laughs> yeah. happened. Because I paid two thousand dollars. Oh, so. okay, yeah, you should have used some tactic. Oh, did I say that loud, Where'd Jack go? Yeah, we're okay. don't say that. I All paid right, moving $200 on hundred dollars for Jack. <laughs> moving on, she paid two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, two hundred whoppers. <laughs> our next guest, or our first guest today, is Tamika Claiborne. <laughs> he just said whatever, babe. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> our first guest today is Tamika Claiborne. She did a personal post on our Facebook page uh, that went viral. And I don't, I don't know that she expected it to, but it was a very personal post. And I want to talk to her about the reaction to the post. If you actually want to read the post, uh, I will post a link to it in the show notes. And then I want to find out a little bit more about the gorgeous horse that she has pictures with, um, who, who looks like the most wise horse I've ever seen. He just has one of those wise faces. So we're going to get Tamika on. Tamika, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Well, now, Tamika, you did a post, and I talked about it a little bit in your introduction, and I don't want to go into detail about what was in the post. What I want to find out from you, and people can go read it if they haven't already, but a lot of people have, is did you expect it to go that viral? Um, not at all, actually. <laughs> I I had posted it because it was my initial response to, you know, the, the images that I took, and then one something for me is I work through my emotions by either like talking it out or like making a video about it or like typing it out. And so I just figured somebody else might feel similar. And Tamika, then, that's and why we I do just... a radio show is for that very <laughs> same reason. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then look, look, look what happened, I guess. Um, but I'm glad it resonated with a lot of people. <laughs> so let's talk about you. I want to know more about you. You uh, just graduated college, right? In Jamie's old yes. stomping ground in Georgia. Go dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, go dogs. I, I loved it. I actually transferred to UGA for the last two years of my college career because I was going to another school for equine studies, but then I switched to fisheries and wildlife major because I was like, you know what? Maybe I want to work with a bunch of different animals, but then I circled right back around the horses. So um, I don't know why I did that, but it's okay. So you actually, your senior year, you graduated right after the dogs won the national championships. That had to be a real (laughs) fun time in Athens. It absolutely was. And the thing was, I had, I had like no interest or even really awareness about football or anything like that before I went to UGA. Cause you can't go to UGA and not, you know, be plugged into what's going on in the sports. And it, it made me a semi fan. I have a rough idea of what goes on in football, but yeah. <laughs> it was just good partying is what it yeah, was. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Good partying, good people for sure. Did you grow up in Georgia? I did. So I grew up in like South Central Georgia, like Warner Robins, Macon area. Um, but my family moved around a lot before that because we were military. And are you the first horsey kid? Yes, 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 yes. yes. And who was it, your mom <laughs> or your dad that supported this at the beginning? Because it's usually one or the other and the other doesn't want to do it. Yes, it was most definitely my mom. My mom <laughs> loved, loved animals and horses, but like would like do like the cool little trail rides here and there but then she got me as a daughter and she she didn't have a choice my second word was horse and so she she kind of got stuck with it (laughs) and my dad was just like okay yeah sure whatever y'all i don't understand it but i'm glad y'all like the animals (laughs) so it's interesting i want to get back to what you graduated with so you graduated with a degree in what fisheries and wildlife is that it yeah, fisheries and wildlife management. Mm-hmm. I wonder if we did a poll of how many horse women that graduated college are actually working in the field they graduated in, and I <laughs> guarantee it's 
I wouldn't be surprised. I was like, why did I do, why did I switch and change? I don't even know, but I, I just kept circling back around. So I was like, you know what? Why don't we just dive in and just try this full time professionally? So you're working professionally as a horse person now? Yeah, I actually just got my position as an assistant trainer uh, at this barn that I I love so much. Um, starting, I started in January, so I've been really happy. Well, that's terrific. Well, congratulations on that. You know, you. I get in trouble all the time in the show because I love talking to horse people, and Jamie loves mm-hmm. talking about people's horses. So uh, when, when tell me about this handsome big bay drink of water? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that is divine divine intervention is his full name and he's actually the horse that got me started in eventing my it was like my junior year of college i i love him and his owners and the whole barn that they're at they're about three or so hours from me now but he is the most forgiving and sweet and caring and he just takes care of every single person that rides him no matter their their ability and if you ever get to meet him, you'll fall in love the second you see him. He's just one of those kind of horses. Oh, they're so hard to find. He looks just, that's what Glenn said when he was like, I was looking at his pictures and he just looks very, what was the word I you used? I used wise. Glenn? He has a wise face. He just looks wise. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely is wise. <laughs> like a wise old man, you know, that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's certain horses that look that way. And then there's others like mine that just look goofy. So. <laughs> You gotta love the goofy ones for sure. <laughs> so, what do you hope to do with your career now? What What's your ultimate end goal? You're still eventing. Do you Do you want to ride professionally at some point, uh, at to, up to the higher levels, or what? Yes, absolutely. It is definitely a life dream goal of mine. Is I want to compete at the upper levels, and then eventually, I want my own eventing academy um, because especially for equestrians of color, because I think it's really important to have a, a space where you see yourself represented because that I think that makes all the difference sometimes if you don't even know it's a possibility for you. So I want to be able to compete and successfully um, bring horses up the levels and then also help bring riders who have the passion and the drive for it, but don't know where to start, help give them a more definitive path than I feel like I have had so far, and I feel like a lot of equestrians too. Like sometimes we struggle to like find the path to get to where we would like to go with our dreams. So that's the end goal. I think that's true of ninety-five percent of the people listening today. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and that's true even if you think about it. If you if you make that a broader picture, it's true of a hundred percent of the people in life, right? Whether they're doing mm-hmm, horses mm-hmm. or not, we're never mm-hmm. quite sure what our path is, and it changes eighty-five times. By the way, I'm sixty, and it's changed about sixty times. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, you know, I'm, I am so excited, though, that you have a clear purpose and path, because that's a lot. That's something that a lot of people your age don't have and I didn't have. Well, thank you. But it, it's taken a second to, like, formulate it for sure, because I've always had, like, ideas. But it wasn't until right after I graduated when I kind of got serious with myself and started asking, well, what do I want out of life and what would, like, I like to see happen in my life? And then that kind of just like spurred it. I was like, okay, this is what I want. How do I start to get there? What do I need to do? And how do I put myself in positions to help me get to that? Do you point? know what so, that's called? Yeah. Do you know what that's called? Adulting. No. Adulting. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> you graduated college. Yeah, but and you're some of us figured that out before others. Oh, yeah. for sure. That's what I'm saying. Congratulations. You got it right on time. <laughs> oh, good. Because even then, I was just like, whoa. Oh, some days it kicks my butt a little bit. Um, not going to lie. But you know what? That's okay. That's a part of the adulting process, too. Yeah. Real quick, Tamika, before we let you go, I have to know what kind of horses is. I had a, I had a bet with Glenn. The one that's in your what pictures. Kind of, what kind? Oh, 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 divine. He is a Holsteiner. Ah, you were right. I you said were, Dutch warm You blood. said Dutch warm blood. You were close, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And and he's made me biased. Um, I am definitely a Holsteiner girl. Um, from now on, like I love all I love all the breeds. Don't get me wrong, but um, nobody it just you just can't compare uh, to Divine. He's just he's too top too top priority. Awesome. All right, so I have a final question for you: Is your mom still supportive, and is your dad still putting up with it? Yes, yes. <laughs> My dad still is like he's he's like horses. They eat grass. Like he's very. He's very 
very kind of removed from it. He has no idea. Um, and that's okay. He's, he's not an animal dude at all. My mom is fully supportive. She lives about two or so hours away from me. And so she'll come up from time to time to like meet the horses and say hi. And, you know, I'm trying to get her to take lessons one day. So, you know, we're working on them. We're working on them for <laughs> sure. But yeah. <laughs> well, it's every dad's nightmare to watch their daughter do cross country. So uh, I, <laughs> yeah, get, yes. I get how he feels. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a sentiment both my parents have. They're like, Tamika, are you sure? Like, okay. <laughs> well, Tamika. It's been a pleasure having you on today. I'm going to put a link for everybody in the show notes just right there in your podcast player. You can click on the article that prompted this whole thing. But we really appreciate you joining us and keep in touch. Let us know how you're doing in the future, okay? Absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. It's been so much fun talking with you guys. All right. Bye, Tamika. Thanks, Tamika. <laughs> All right. Ciao. Okay, she couldn't have been any more bubbly or perky than <laughs> She reminded me, uh, she sounded in the voice and the bubbliness of Jimmy. Oh, yes, you're right. Our producer, Jemmy. Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of had that same bubbly laugh going. I, I think she's got it. She's got her head on. She knows where she's going and what she's doing. So, hey, yeah. So if you want to read the article, I'll, I'll post that there. But I'm glad she agreed to join us today. I didn't know when I booked her that she was from Georgia. I didn't know that. I didn't know you two would have that in common. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you ever go to a dog's football game in your life? Oh, my God. I was raised on... Georgia Bulldog football. It's probably why I hate football now. (laughs) Because it was shoved in my throat. But there's pictures of me like in Georgia Bulldogs cheerleading outfits when I was like three. You know, like they're like, go dog. Like that's a a a religion. Cheerleading outfit is (laughs) something that I never thought I would hear. Yeah, I know. I'll I'll get my brother to send it to you. Yeah, it's it's weird. It is weird. But that is how you are raised when you are in Georgia and you're you know, my brother went there. My dad went to West Georgia. But like the, the, the Bulldogs, it doesn't matter. You're either Georgia or Georgia Tech. And we were Georgia. Go dogs. <laughs> but again, I don't care. But they, they just won a national championship again. Apparently a big deal. I don't know. I don't care. Well, how about we learn about another new sport that we haven't talked maybe once about in the entire time 3100 episodes and that's mounted games but this isn't mounted games in pony club this is mounted games for adults you know the the pony clubbers the kids don't get to have all the fun the adults can have the fun too and we have meg griffin coming on and this was actually recommended by uh, she was recommended by one of our listeners uh, uh, to get on and talk about mounted games so here she is I would like to welcome Meg Griffin to the show Meg is a mounted games writer and uh you know, to be, I, I kind of felt like Mounted Games was for kids, and the fact that it might not be makes me very excited and want to try it. So let's welcome Meg to the show. Hey, Meg. Hey. Uh, yeah, actually, so funny enough, you say that, that uh, there's a lot of people in the world that think that, that it's one of those, like, you know, kid things that you well, start to ride club, horses. Right, Meg? Yeah, 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 that's, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's how I started is that, like, I got into Pony Club. Um, I mean, when I was little, that it should be kind of, it all kind of hit me all at once that, you know, as you started riding and out of nowhere, it's like, Hey, let's try pony club. Cool. And as soon as I joined pony club, that was the first thing that caught my, eye. I was like, Hey, this looks kind of like, it's totally different. And you know, you're not just, this is going to sound rude, but oh, well, uh, <laughs> but you know, I'm not just sitting there on the horse and just telling them what to do. It's a mix of like, I actually have to think while I'm riding and do this while also doing that and very much all over the place, but same spot at the same time. Um, so it's, it, you know, it, it automatically caught my eye and, you know, it's, it's, I love the, I love the sport. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and you're describing that as why I love eventing because you really have to be good at a lot of things and be doing a lot of things at the same time. Um, and so that's why I think this sport would be right up my alley. So uh, oh, yeah. mounted games for adults, Tell, tell yeah. us about it. What is it? So, um, oh gosh, where do I even begin? So it's, I mean, it's the same thing you see when you see these kids going around on, you know, uh, doing different games and stuff on their ponies. So it's agility races is how I describe people uh, on horseback. There's a whole bunch of different games. We have a whole rule book for it. Um, there's multiple, actually, multiple organizations um, that do mounted games. I'm primarily, uh, I'm actually one of the board members on a um, club called Mounted Games Across America. Um, and I've been a member for most of my riding career, which is basically most of my life. Um, but it's, 
it, like I don't even know where to begin. It's uh, I, I. Well, what are some I, of the games? So it goes. It's all over the place. So some of them we can start with. We have uh, bending poles. There's uh, a race called carton race. There's races uh, ball and cone. There's Canadian races. So it's literally is all across the board. Um, so if so, I was a person that has never seen mounted games before, and I'm going to go to a mounted games event, give me yeah. a like a list. Of, like what, what are the t- the top five things I'm going to see game game wise? Um, well, to be honest, it's probably gonna be a lot of chaos. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, uh, so if you think about, I guess the best way to describe it is you think of like, uh, an elementary school field day when there's a bunch of different races going on or like activities outside. That's kind of like the best way I can tell somebody who's never been to an event to prepare for it. Um, just because, you know, I guess I'm picturing like going with one of our main events, you pull up, there's going to be um, a hand, like a bunch of riders in the ring all at once. So say there's, you know, of the teams are four or five riders usually. Um, and each of each team, four riders are going to play each race. So you have an extra, uh, like a spare, if you have five riders or you can ride as a four man team and then you have four riders. So, um, so you're coming up you come to this mounted games competition and you're going to see, one rider from each team riding into the ring doing um so there's going to be like say you're doing just saying start with bending poles so you're going to see one rider from each game going through weaving up poles coming uh spinning around the last pole weaving back to the poles and then handing off the baton to the second rider so that happens so it's a pole bending relay race okay so not each one horse doesn't do each like your best at poles you do that your best at this do that so it's like a team event in yes. like a relay fashion. What are, what what are, what type of horses are you guys using? Honestly, it's this is like one of my favorite things about mounted games. It's literally whatever horse wants to do it. Um, we have horses that, you know, some are like these really cute little event ponies. We've had you know ex race horses on the field. We've had we like I've had auction ponies that have gone through a whole bunch of different homes that just couldn't find a fit. And you know, it doesn't matter if they're a little too high energy if they're super pokey if they're don't want to move one day it's it's you know it's at the end of the day it's all fun and literally fun and games um <laughs> that you know you don't have to have a specific kind of pony you don't need to be like a certain height requirement there's no um there's no real specification for what kind of horse or pony you need you just honestly need to show up with something that's that's getting off the trailer i mean it's it's not even like anything specific i mean i have like so right now I have two ponies that one I had just bought from another uh, games member who's she's been in the field quite a bit and she's pretty faster and whatnot. And um, but I also just I had another pony I bought him a couple years ago that I literally bought him off Facebook when I was stuck at home with COVID one day. So <laughs> COVID pony. I mean, yeah, yeah literally it's my COVID pony. And like I was I remember sitting on my couch like, you know, I just really want to buy a pony. And he was for sale out in Indiana and like. It was a couple thousand dollars, and I was just like, "All right, why not?" So I like paid to get him shipped to me in New York, and you know that that's that was that. Like, and he showed up. So, and Meg, isn't shorter ponies better though? Because you do a lot of where you have to bend over and lean right uh, off the saddle. So yeah, uh, it, uh, rather than a seventeen and a half hand warm blood, I mean, you're going to be better off with a with a fourteen and a half to fifteen and a half hand pony or horse, right? I mean, it it, it all depends on the person because I mean, yeah, sure, I guess if you're like a it, I mean, you, we have people who are super tall that do just as many things, if not more things on a 15 hand horse than they do on a 13 hand pony. It just, it depends on your rider. It depends on honestly, whatever you're comfortable with. I mean, we have people literally of all ages. We have like toddlers out there. Then we have people up in their like sixties and seventies still doing games. So we cover a really wide span of age ranges and it's really just a matter of whatever you're comfortable getting on. I mean, sure. Like if you're jumping on and off all the time. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's a little bit of common sense if it's a little bit easier to get on like a 13 hand pony than it is a 16 hand horse. But at the same time, if you have that athletic ability to get on the horse, whatever the easiest way is for you, 
then you know just show up whatever so the easiest way for me would be having a groom running beside me with the mounting block <laughs> as i'm in the middle of doing the race hey you know what we have people that use mounting blocks so i mean you can't can't knock that okay that's and just checking because that's, that's exactly what, what i would need <laughs> that's why i love this sport so much is that like it doesn't it you don't have to have this crazy athletic ability i mean i so i did mounting games for double digit years and then took a couple years off came right back into it and sure some of the skills were there but you know i'm a little bit older i'm not quite as agile as i was when i was in my teens but i like it at that point didn't i didn't miss a beat like it was still i didn't feel like i was super behind in the crowd i wasn't you know struggling to keep up i mean there's people there's people in the field depending on you know there's a bunch of different divisions if you will um, and there's some people who, you know, if they just want to walk the race, they can just walk the race. They want to gallop as fast as they can and do it. Great. Like we, at the end of the day, we just are all there to have fun. So sure. It's a competition, but we're all a giant family at the end of the day. So right. it's like, so let me ask you this. Uh, if somebody yeah. wants to get started because it is kind of a team thing, um, yep. but you're getting started as an individual, right? Cause that's how you're starting. So how do yep. people get started in this? Where do they go? What do they do? You know, What's the best way if you if you get asked that question by somebody, well, how do I get started? What do they do? Yeah, so there's a couple different routes to go through. Um, my it really depends on where you are. Um, just there's two main ways you can go. So you can go through uh, Mountain Games Across America. Uh, it's mountaingames.org. We have a contact button on there. Um, they can just fill out some information. It sends an email to our board, and then we kind of redirect it to whoever is closest to you. Um, and we can, you can kind of get them in touch that way, um, and figure out the best contact we can get, you know, cause for all you know, there's like eight or eight or nine other people in the area that are all like, Hey, I'm by myself. I want to do this. So, you know, as long as they put their information in we contact you with, or connect you with somebody in your area that can connect you with other people and get you going. Um, the other route, like I said, how I started was through finding a pony club in your area, um, so you just go to, uh, I believe like, United States Pony Clubs uh, has a website and you can look up where your local club is and then contact your local club that way. Um, I will say it's not um, as frequent in Pony Club anymore just because there's some issues, but I would definitely highly recommend uh, going through Mountain Games Cross America um, just because we have people all over the East Coast and you know even deeper into the country and we're always looking to expand and we're always 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 wanting to teach more people about this amazing sport very good it's mountedgames.org meg thank you for joining us today and talking about something obviously that you're very passionate about and Heck yeah. <laughs> i have been to mounted games in in pony club and it's wild it's loud it's exciting and the kids are just having a blast and i think the ponies are too but it's hey we adults have fun too i, I bet leave yeah it for the kids. Come i haven't on seen now. an adult one yet <laughs> I haven't seen an adult one yet. So. Well, you're gonna have you have to come out and see one of our uh, our competitions for sure. Then okay, very good. Mountaingames.org, Glenn. Go there and check out a yeah. competition. Right, good. Come on now, put your contact information in, and I'll reach out to you myself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Meg. Absolutely. Bye bye. Bye. Well, there you go. Something new to try. I can see a bunch of our listeners that we know pretty well wanting to try this. I, I, I want to def- see where it is. Th- it you know what like this means? It's a lot is, in the Northeast. I'm going to um, have to buy a new pony. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's what I'm learning yeah, you here. Just tell, you just tell your husband that after this pony. You just tell him that right now after Jack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That'll go real well. Speaking of mounted games, one of the things you're going to want is a saddle that's not very heavy because you're doing a lot of twisting and turning and bending and all of that. And life's too short for heavy tack at at half the weight of a traditional leather saddle, tacking up is simply a breeze with any Wintech light saddle. It's one of the reasons that Jamie loves her Wintech light so much. You will feel secure in the super soft and grifty seat of the Wintech light all-purpose deluxe saddle while your horse enjoys the super soft panels that mold in and around their muscles. For a little fun, add some personality to your Wintech light with a range of changeable cantles that can be swapped to suit your mood. Find out why Wintech light all Purpose Deluxe Saddle is Jamie's favorite at wintech-saddles.com. That's wintech-saddles.com. And you can find a dealer in your area. What do you say we do some really bad ads? It's been a couple of weeks since I've done them. 
I mean, let's bring it on. I've had to have people sit in for you. I know. Did they? But they probably did it better than me anyway. So yeah, I was pay it, I'll say pay attention. If you ain't met one by now, you're bound to sooner or later. He says one thing and he means another, but hey, he can't help it. He's a horse trader. Horse trading. Well, it's a laissez-faire. Let the buyer beware. Horse trading. They tell a low-down lie with a sincere stare. Horse trading. Well, if they're talking in circles and the deal ain't square, he's a master in the fine art of persuading. Horse trading. All right, it's time for Really Bad Ads, and I'm going to let Jamie read the chat GPT intro for Really Bad Ads <laughs> oh, that Lord. Jessica had a chat GPT do. Would you like to read it? This is our description for Really Bad Ads. Welcome to the Really Bad Ads segment of Horses in the Morning podcast, where we bring you some of the most hilariously terrible horse-related ads that our listeners have discovered on Craigslist or Facebook. Every Friday, we sift through the submissions we receive from our listeners and select the most ridiculous, bizarre, and just plain bad ads to share with you. From poorly written ads that make no sense to hilariously awkward photos, we've got it all. So sit back, relax and prepare to laugh at the absurdity of some of the horse world's advertisements, worst advertisements. That's actually not bad. <laughs> That's pretty good. Kind of describes really bad ads. Oh, wow. Oh, I got that. All right. Yeah, it's pretty good. It is pretty good. We could use that if we ever had to describe really bad ads. Just plug that sentence in or that paragraph in. We're good. So we have prizes, too. It didn't mention that in chat. And they're that. really good prizes I mean, this it's $600 worth. And they're provided by horselovers.com. For all of your horse shopping needs, go to horselovers.com with over 120,000 items to choose from at terrific prices. And that's Horse Lovers with a Z. Let's tell you what about the prizes for this month. Your favorite, right? I love this pad, and we, we really celebrated it a lot last week. Uh, it's a Eco Eco Gold Calmatech saddle pad. Gentle, soothing relief for sensitive horses developed for a barn fire survivor. Eco Gold's Calmatech saddle pad is lined with a medical fleece. The soft layer reduces frictions and pressure points. It also dissipates moisture to alleviate discomfort and prevent irritation. Shimmable for the perfect fit. And you can pick your color and style, English or Western. The second prize we're giving away at the end of the month to one lucky submitter of a really bad ad is Oak Equestrian Range Boots and Oak Socks, rugged footwear that is designed to handle whatever barn life throws your way. These boots will stand up to whatever your day entails while keeping your feet dry, comfortable, and supported. The waterproof construction means you can slog through the mud, the morning dew, or give baths without worry, while the grippy outsole provides traction on even the most undulating terrain. It sounds like GBT wrote that. Uh, the lace-up construction provides customizable support for your feet and ankles for all day comfort worth $87. All right. So the last thing is the Rhino Hex Stop Turnout. And I know why you're making me read this because it <laughs> is written by GPT and it it's is. like some it sort is. of Tony Stark laboratory type thing. But let me give you the, the Rhino breakdown. Rhino has those kind of descriptions. And this uh, is a $330 turnout though. I read the whole thing last time. I mean, it's like I said, it sounds like something like you'd find in Stark Enterprises, Stark Laboratories. Uh, outer shell, propylene, hexagonal shape, ripstock weave, innovative fabrics, barrier technologies, additional waterproofing and breathable with technology and anti-static, antibacterial, V-front clothes. This is a ridiculously nice blanket. Its value is $339. Rhino Hex Top Turnout. You're going to win that too. Very good. Well, let's get started today. You know, if, if listeners submit and record their own ads and send them in to Jennifer at HorseRadioNetwork.com, they get double the entries for the prize at the end of the month. And Lorene did not disappoint this week. She Yay. said, let's start with Lorene. Let's get started with her. We can warm up. Good morning. Good morning it's Lorene Barden. I'm going to read a really bad ad. And this was a Craigslist ad from Oregon. And it reads, Rehoming Winter. Oh. And is a picture, it's a picture of a really cute white horse. Rehoming winter, an eight-yo appendix QH mare standing around 15 hands. 
I bought her as a project, and she is star, still a project star. <laughs> Due to a personal injury, I do not have the ability to work with her. Well, I will be upfront. <laughs> Winter is a sweet girl, not marish. She is barefoot and sound. She is a cute mover with a soft mouth. She trails well, lunges with voice cues. Good for the farrier. Has been body clipped. Has free jumped. She is an easy keeper. Has put on weight since I got her, and good in her stall. She has been saddled and walked on. What? But she can bronk, and she <laughs> will. I put a friend on, and she got bronked off, and I am currently unable to ride. So it is time for Winter to go to a home that can work with her or keep her as a companion. That's it. That's the ad. So I wonder how this owner got her personal injury. That's what I was so thinking. So <laughs> if you want your friends to get bronked off a horse, go get Winter. Thanks for listening, and that have seems, a great weekend. That should be my mounted, my new mounted game source. <laughs> there you go. You know, I looked up bronked to see if that was actually a word. And it is, but it doesn't mean what they, they weren't using it for. I do not think that means what you think that means. <laughs> no, it has an urban dictionary uh, slang term. I can't read it. so You probably can't say it on the no, show. No. It comes so, from that website. Yeah, so uh, probably be flagged if you put it on Facebook. All right, there we go. You have the next one. <clears throat> I do. You're right. Oh, um, what? Hunter Jumper Eck Horses and Ponies Under 30K is the name of this Facebook page. <laughs> we should just do we should just do a whole segment on bad Facebook page names. <laughs> <laughs> I just randomly how specific can you get? Hunter Jumper Eck Horses and Ponies for under 30K. I would like to point out that there's an Oklahoma horses under 2500 page. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this depends on where your market is. Worm, like W-O-R-M, worm-blooded horse, one of the most famous type from a rainbow offspring. It's a picture of like a pinto trotting in a pasture that is weedy and terrible. I guess it would be under 30K. It does qualify. I don't know anything else about it. That's just a really bad ad. But it's a really pretty horse. Yeah, it is a really pretty horse, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a really bad ad. Aaron sent this one in. Marlboro Veterinary Clinic. Looking to rehome one or two chinchillas. Both females bonded pair. <laughs> one is missing an ear because her mom ate it. <laughs> mom. One is friendly. One is friendly the other can be. If you take both, you can have the cage. They've eaten up the trays. <laughs> mom. They're really selling it here. I'm going to take the chinchillas that eat everything in sight, including Uh themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Really selling it. Do chinchillas eat each other? Apparently. I guess. (laughs) All right. This is a long one, by the way. It goes through two pages. I just want to let you know. All right. I'll be quick then. Randa sent this one in. This is a, oh, look at that. It's horses in Oklahoma. Didn't I just tell you about that? (laughs) Through no fault of his own, little Winchester is for sale. Actually, it is his fault. He keeps escaping and is presenting a danger to the nearby road, trying to get the good grass that he's not allowed to on his diet. He is located in Muskogee, Oklahoma. Here's the full disclosure of the pros and the cons. Electric fence will not contain him. He does what he wants. Winnie is four and a half, 31 inches tall, still intact stallion. He's grayed, blue eyes, won't wear any horse clothing, so don't even try. We'll chase a ball. We'll gallop all around a pasture with you. He prefers people unless he's chasing his mares. Choose on your legs while you're grooming him, and he's prone to thrush. His feet, feet grow fast, needs a four-week four-week trim schedule, loves dogs, loves literally anyone, thinks he's a person, demands feed by throwing his bucket around and will hold his own with any big horses. He (laughs) thinks he's fire. Needs 
castrated. <laughs> well, there Duh. you go. That's probably a good start. Comes galloping when called. Wants to come in the house. Will drag you down the driveway. He needs a cart to pull. <laughs> Requires exercise or plenty of space. Or he castrated. Is so <laughs> or castrated. <laughs> yeah. He has so much potential and he is a ton of fun to work with. And he makes me laugh my butt off every day. But he is definitely a stallion and needs some time and patience and surgery. Yes, he will load and fit. Oh, God. Yes, he will load and fit into the back of most SUVs <laughs> if you have a nice ramp. Yeah. If you really want them in your SUV. Because that's what I want to put in my car. <laughs> a demon mini stallion. And you look at his picture. He looks like a demon mini stallion. He, he looks really like does. a demon mini stallion. <laughs> he really he's does. actually in one picture. He's wearing a feed bucket on his back and he's carrying another with his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> so it said needs castrated in capital letters in the middle. And I'm kind of wondering, why didn't you castrate him? Just cast. You could have done that. <laughs> you know what? He is for sale. No fault of his own. It's because uh, it's my fault because I didn't get his balls cut off. <laughs> <laughs> it was very well done in an Oklahoma accent, too, by the way. Thank you. Just saying. Uh, Christine you. sent this one in. OTTB Market. Oh, God. Facebook. This Facebook page is just yeah. painful. Well, it here is we go. just painful. 2029, seven... What? <laughs> 2029, 17 Hand Plus, G. Bodemeister Southern Saltis. Is this a quarter horse? Bodemeister is a horse, but it's not spelled the way they spelled it oh, in Southern. It appears that Southern it looks Solstice. Horsey, doesn't it? Yeah. And, and it was born that's in not, 2029. That's so. Not all one word. <laughs> the born in 2029 is what threw me. It's for the future. Yeah, okay. Superb, lightly restarted, drop dead, gorgeous project. Most friendliest horse ever, regrettably, my loss. <laughs> Need room for another. Text only. <laughs> Referring quick, uncomplicated. Whew, maybe. They're getting so um, not able to put the prices that this one's a new one for me. It's eight Amperstand, five Amperstand, zero Amperstand, zero. Oh, I didn't period. know what that was. <laughs> yeah, so. I, I, people are trying to get creative because Facebook will kick it off. And um, the picture is great. One is a really zoomed in close up of its face. Like you can't really see it. And the second photo is the last one. To three quarters of his body. Yep, <laughs> that's right. You can see his Tearing rump. Off. One side of his rump. You don't get to see the other side. Debbie sent the next one in. Free lease until sold. APHA gelding. This is a Facebook page. I'm sorry. This is a Craigslist ad in Ocala, Florida. Oh. I purchased this paint gelding recently as a laid back trail horse, but I found he is too much horse for me. I am looking for someone who would like to free lease him until he is sold. I sprained my ankle after I purchased him, so he has not been ridden, but is currently bucking when he is saddled. Is it this with the sister of the other one? <laughs> Same. They're just trying a different avenue to sell it. <laughs> Needs a strong, need a strong, confident rider who can get him back to where he was. He just came off five months Western pleasure training from a trainer in Indiana and was doing beautifully, but now needs a refresher to get him straightened out. He has run barrels, worked cows, and has been trail ridden in the mountains of California, but seemed like he would make a really cute hunter jumper. What? <laughs> okay, this horse has been more places than me. Yeah. I mean, like, Across he's the in Ocala. <laughs> he was in training in Indiana, and he's been trail ridden in California. I would like to call BS on this, just so you know. <laughs> I did it, uh, and I love the fact that uh, I'll give him as a free lease. Just fix him for me for free. Just take him out of my house and make him ride. Free rideable. trainer is yeah, what's happening with that one. Yeah. That's really genius. I should put some of my horses on the internet. <laughs> Amy, F Amy sent this one in. Two-year-old Belgian cross filly horse. Oh God! Oh God! Seventy-five hundred dollars in Carlisle, Kentucky. That oh my be, God! I just that, saw the picture. It can't be good. <laughs> The Hopefully picture, nobody's dead. The pictures of this, what looks like a rather large gray horse, laying down with the saddle on. Fully tacked. Fully tacked. That, nobody meant to do that. <laughs> Unless you're like one of those jerks like, saddle up and put it on the field, it'll be fine. It looks more Belgian-y than whatever the cross is, I think. Uh, Two-year-old Roan Belgium cross filly. Broke to ride and drive. We'll lay down and stretch out. No Clearly. Kidding. <laughs> 
With your tack on. <laughs> Negotiable. Come see her and you will fall in love with her. So she's two years old and broke to ride and drive and obviously will lay down with the tack on quite comfortably. There's a reason she lays down with the tack on because they should not be $7,500 reflects the, you know, reflects the fact that she does tricks. She's so trained. Yeah. Um, Danielle sent this next one in red roan mare, $4,000 candy. Wow. Great for the whole H O L E family. Four-year AQHA mare, space comma, 14-2 red road space comma, has been trail ridden space comma, no space, road on road. <laughs> road on road? <laughs> Work cattle. Been be and in around sheep, goats, comma, dos, space comma, dog, space zebras, space comma, ostrich and not afraid of buggies. Rides right off my herself. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I'm reading. <laughs> she great first horse space period. Candy did have blue roan colt this spring going keep him space. Like the kid hated the mom. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's what, that's what I'm going to keep that one. You can't have his blue roan stud colt. Okay. We like to breed our mares at four years old. She don't have a few babies. It's going to be fine. She's a red roan and we bred her to a blue roan and we got a blue roan. That's what we want in the first place. So we're going to keep that. I want to know where they live that they see a lot of buggies. Is this in Amish country somewhere? Um, why are they seeing zebras and ostriches? <laughs> are you living at the zoo? <laughs> You can get that one cheap for a mere $4,000. Uh, the deal. Casey sent this one in, this oh, last one. What is it with the gold dash today? <laughs> People, Once again, a picture of one side of a rump. Actually, there are three pictures of the rump. <laughs> but they're... So, are there two? Let me read this. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where it's from. It doesn't say. Five-year-old stud pony. Two-year-old in August stud colt out of perch. Bray Blant. Bravent. Bravent. AQHA Zippo Pine Bar Mayor. Of course. He went to a colt starting clinic a few weeks ago, and they had him riding. Oh, it's in Calden, Illinois. I don't understand. There's two. Are there three horses being There's sold? four horses in the picture. To, there, there's four pictures and two horses, and... Um, I don't know what they're talking about. My guess is with the two studs, um, the mare is pregnant. That's my guess. That would be my guess. Two, you're getting no, this is it's a stud pony and a stud colt out of a. It's a Percheron Brabant AQHA. I don't know what the heck they do. Stop <laughs> I'm really lost on this one. And by the way, maybe just brush the mud off a little bit before you take the pictures. Because maybe put a halter on him. They're afraid of these horses. Yeah, because there's there's this horse. These horses haven't been groomed in forever. <laughs> they're standing in. Mess. This is a mess. Yeah. It's a mess. You well, know that's what? it no, for that's... today's really bad ads. Good job, everybody, for finding ads and submitting them. Uh, we appreciate Jennifer for putting them together. Did we do also submitted yet? I don't think. Oh we did. no, we didn't. All right. So also submitting ads today that we didn't have time to get to were Denise, Amy, Gwyneth, and Jay. So thank you all for sending them in. We really appreciate it. Um, and that's it for today. We're done with our week. Auditors, there will be no post-show today. We, we have some things we have to get to. But we appreciate you listening and being part of our adventure. And we hope that you're in... We'll, we'll stop with the chat GPT stuff now. Because I think we've done that one. We're, we can finish that. We'll see you on Monday. I'm supposed to say it. Spay, neuter, geld. Oh, my mic fell out. Okay, spay, neuter, geld. Geld, 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 geld. I was like, I'm right here.